Fritzberger and bloodandfaith.com. It is the 23rd of January, 2024. I saw a great post on X, Twitter. Alex Jones is down on the border with Michael Yon, and uh, he stated out very, cor very correctly, very correctly, very accurately, he said the United States government, the Biden administration is actively fomenting, promoting, and enabling the invasion of the United States. There is no other definition of treason than that. Joe Biden is a traitor. He's a constitutional traitor to the United States of America. Alejandro Mayorkas of the tribe is another traitor to the United States of America. The Attorney General, I forget his name, a traitor to the United States of America. We have treason going on in the highest office of the land. Joe Biden is a traitor to the Constitution of the United States, and so are all of his supporters. And I mean his constitutional cabinet members and his appointed officials that enable the invasion of the United States. Why? Why is this invasion going on? Why is it here? It is, I've talked about this a lot goes right back to Genesis 3.15, hatred between the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. It's the goal of Satan and his seed and his synagogue to destroy Christendom. Nothing could be plainer than this. This is as theologically sound as you're going to get. It is Satan's plan with his little babies, who call themselves Jews, with his synagogue, the Jews, to destroy Christendom. This was true in the Garden of Eden. It was true 2,000 years ago in the Gospels. It was true in the book of Acts. It's true in the book of Revelation. It's true in America in 2024 and Europe in 2024. It's been true since the Second World War. It's been true before then. Y'all talk about critical race theory and critical theory, but it's funny how nobody knows, seems to know where it comes from. It came from the Jews, the Jews, the Jews, the Jews. The Frankfurt School, new school of social, I forget the name of it. Frankfurt, Germany, 1920s, 1930s. Jews got together and said, we've we got to change the world. And so they created a, a school of thought called critical theory in which they tear down everything. They're great destroyers. And I've said this since I was in my early 20s, since I was 20 years old. So these Marxists know how to destroy nations, destroy cultures, destroy civilization, destroy races, but they can't build anything. Why? Because of the children of the devil. He comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. That's what they do. They're the children of the devil. Oh, but you can't say that, Fritz. Yeah, well, obviously I can, I do, and I will. You got to start doing the same. The story is as old as the fall. Satan sneaks into the garden. He lies, he lies, he lies. Fake news, fake news. He's great at destroying. His children are great at destroying, but they can't build. They can't build. It goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. Satan sneaks into the Garden of Eden. He, he, he offers up false news, a false narrative to Eve. And he destroys and he murders and he lies and he's killed. His, his children have done the same thing ever since. All these people called Marxist, listen, it's just another form of the Antichrist. It's the, another form of Antichrist, which has been around for 2,000 years. Critical theory, critical race theory, it's the Franklin School, it's, uh, excuse me, the Frankfurt School, created by Jews to destroy 
Christendom. This isn't a conspiracy theory. It's fact. They'll teach it. Go figure out what critical theory is, and then critical race theory is a subsection of that. Go read in the book of Revelation how Satan opens up his mouth and he vomits out streams of water against the children of Christendom. What has Satan done uh, to Christendom for since the uh, Muslim and African invasions of, of 700 A.D.? He's been trying to invade Christendom ever since with the Muslims, with the Africans, with the Mongols. And now, post-World War II, with anybody that's but whites and Christians. Why? To extinguish the white, the European, the Christian race. Wake up. Stop saying, I can't say that because it's racist and sexist and anti-Semitic. Stop. Just stop that. I did a, a couple posts today on, on, on X and on Gab. And I, the, these people, I'm telling you, I'm just telling you, these people are the same people that Jesus Christ fought 2,000 years ago. They're the same people. They're the same Jews. They're the same people. They're the same Jews. And he called them hypocrites and liars, and he called them murderers, and he called them the children of the devil. They set up rules for you and I to follow, but they don't follow them themselves. You ever heard anybody rail against hate speech? Well, I'm against hate speech and all this. Calling somebody a speaker of hate speech is an act of hate. I mean, come on. Uh, this is logic. This is eighth grade logic. When you go around and you call somebody a hater, <laughs> aren't you, are you not propagating hatred against them? When you call somebody a racist, are you not propagating hatred against those people? When you call somebody homophobic or anti-Semitic, are you not trying to stir up hatred towards the people whose speech you disagree with? What, how come this doesn't come out of the pulpits? How come, how come the preachers can't open up their mouths and, 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 and provide eighth grade logic? When you have all these people saying we have to stop hate speech, listen, accusing somebody of hate speech is hate speech. So Alex Jones is down there. He's down there at the border with, with Michael Yan. I, I hope, hope you guys have, have heard of him. I, I don't spend a lot of time on news. There's many, many great sites out there that are better than I am. And so I let them do their thing. I do my thing. I bring in the theological context to what's going on in the world. What's going on in the world is nothing new. It's nothing new. It's, it's hatred and genocide against the church of Jesus Christ. And it was the European peoples that converted to Jesus Christ. And so you have the Jews stirring up mass invasion. Mayorkas, the Jew. The attorney general who protects him is a Jew. Biden's kids all marry Jews. You go down and look through who runs uh, uh, the State Department, the uh, director of central intelligence, the operations director at the CIA, and on and on. Who runs uh, Blackwater? Larry Fink. He's probably two generations ago, it's probably Finkelstein. Who runs the banks? Who runs the WEF? The world WEF, somebody said this. <laughs> somebody said the other day they thought I had a speech impediment and couldn't say left. The WEFT. The World Economic Forum. It's, it's the same people and their allies. They're same people and their allies. And they have allies. But biblically they have allies. Go read uh, the book of Esther, Esther chapter 8, verse 17. 
The Jews took over. They murdered 75,000 people. People were terrified of them, and they themselves became Jews. This is an old pattern. This is, this is, is, is oh, I mean, Donald Trump's uh, daughter, Ivanka, becomes Jew. How does she become a Jew? She converts. She renounces Jesus Christ and goes through some Talmudic satanic ritual and becomes a member of their fake and false tribe. These people are not the offspring of Israel. They're not the biological children of Israel. And they've been anti-Christ since before the time of Christ. You can be anti Esau, Edom was anti-Christ. The chief priests at the time of Jeremiah were anti-Christ. That's why they tried to murder Jeremiah. You can have all the religious garb you want and still be anti-Christ. The number one problem that we have in the church, well, in America is the church. Okay, it's not the Jew. It's, it's a church that has chained itself willingly in submission to the beast and the Antichrist. How do we do that? Because we won't open up our mouth and say the forbidden things. That's why. The number one enemy of America is a, it's, it's a traitorous church who's literally ashamed of the words of Jesus Christ. I know this is tough to wrap your head around because we've been trained for our whole lives, and, and our father's generation was too, and the generation before that. And, and we live in a world that's got a false sense of right and wrong. And, and we're trained from, from kindergarten. We're trained from two years old that you can't be all these things that Satan wants. And so Satan's out there creating a, a new empire, a fiat empire, where he rules. And, and the natural sources of social cohesion are outlawed and destroyed and denied, made illegal that God made. Land, borders, boundary, language, blood. Land, borders, boundary, language, blood. They're all outlawed under, under, under this beast system. And, and if, you, if, you, if you, for your own land and borders and language and faith and blood, your kin, well, you're racist and you're sexist and you're homophobic and you're xenophobic and all down the list. All down the list. This is the hardest rule to break. This self-censorship is the hardest rule to break because you will be hated. All the people that claim to be against hate, they're going to come out and they will hate you. This is the hypocrites that Jesus Christ fought. I mean, you go back and read the Gospels. When Jesus Christ shows up and begins to do what he does, boom, there's an explosion. There's an immediate explosion. Boom. There's no getting along. There's no getting along with these people that call themselves, you know what? There's no getting along with thy fellow man if you're not loyal to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ comes along and boom. What did he do? What did he do that was so offensive? He said things that were counter-narrative. He says things that are counter to the narrative of Satan, Satan's synagogue, and Satan's children. What I'm saying right now is counter-narrative. You can't say it. You're spreading hate. 
Yeah, I am. I'm spreading hatred towards Satan and his children and his synagogue. Same as Jesus Christ did. Same as Jesus Christ did. Jesus Christ calls them out. He looks at these people who call themselves Jews, and he says, you are of Satan's synagogue. He calls them out. He says, you're the devil's little babies. John 8, 44, Revolution, Revo, <laughs> Revolution 2, 9. I like that. I'm going to start calling it Revolution, the book of Revolution. Revelation 2, 9, Revelation 3, 9. Well, I know a Jew, and uh, he's a Christian. Okay, I, I know a Jew that's a Christian too. Okay, his name's St. Paul. His name's St. Paul. I don't, have, I don't have my Bible in front of me, but I can pretty much quote what a Christian Jew will say. Here's what a Christian Jew will say. He says, the Jews murdered the prophets. The Jews murdered Jesus Christ. The Jews drove us out. The Jews are hostile to all people because they prevent people from hearing the gospel. The wrath of God ab abides upon the Jews. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 14 through 16. If you're a Christian that's a former Jew, this is what you ought to say. Biblically, this is what Paul said. Oh, Fritz, you can't say that. That's anti-Semitic. Okay, fine. I guess Paul's anti-Semitic. I guess Jesus Christ is anti-Semitic. We're, we're engaged in a war against the European and Christian race. On one side, we have a church that has literally surrendered because they want to be friends with the world and they want to be friends with the Jews. On the other side, you have the synagogue of Satan and the devil's children. And the church will do everything it can, the traitorous church, the traitorous church, the traitorous church, to be friends with the synagogue of Satan, to be friends with the world, James 4.4, 4, to find peace with those that call themselves Jews, but they're not, and they're liars, they're frauds, they're identity thieves, said Jesus Christ. You want to know who tried to make friends with the Jews? His name was Judas Iscariot. Judas Iscariot decided, hey, you know what? I, 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 Jesus is an, an anti-Semite. Jesus is anti-Semitic. So he goes to the Jews. He says, I'll, <laughs> I'll betray this guy to you. Now, I want to join your club. I want to rejoin your club. I, I went astray, but I'm, now I'm repenting. I'm publicly repenting. I'm going to rejoin the tribe. And so he goes and he gets his 30 pieces of silver and he betrays Jesus Christ because he doesn't want to be anti-Semitic. He wants to be a good, tolerant, and accepting Jew. And he literally betrays Jesus Christ. Have we not done anything different today in the 20th century with the Christian church siding with the Jews against Jesus Christ? We have. This is exactly what we've done. We've gone the way of Jesus Iscariot. We side with the Jews. We betray Jesus Christ. We're literally ashamed of what Jesus Christ said when he goes to them in John chapter 8, verse 44, and he says, you are of your father, the devil. He says it to the people that call themselves Jews. And I'll remind you again, I'll remind you again, just because somebody calls themselves a Jew does not mean they're the biological children of Israel, of a man named Jacob who was renamed Israel by Jesus Christ, by Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ renamed Jacob Israel. 
wasn't some distant God. It wasn't God, you know, some God out there that can be whatever you want. No, it was Jesus Christ who did this. The Bible says no man has seen the Father. Nobody has seen the Father. Well, who did Jacob wrestle with? <coughs> Jacob says, I've seen the Lord, and I haven't died. I've seen the Lord, and I haven't died. Who did he wrestle with if no man's seen the Father? It was Jesus Christ pre-incarnation. This is lost in the church. It's gone in the church. Yet it's one of the core teachings of Jesus Christ. No man has seen the Father. It's the, one of the core things that the Christian church struggles with. The Gospel of John, that he has the Last Supper. He's ready to go to the cross. He has a very intimate conversation with his disciples, with the twelve. Finally, Thomas, it was Thomas and another disciple, they said, Jesus, show us the Father, and that's enough. Just show us the Father. And, he, and Jesus turns and he looks at me and he says, have I been with you so long and you still don't understand that the Father is in me and that I am in the Father? And if you've seen me, you've seen the Father, said Jesus Christ. Now you understand why the Jews murdered him. The Jews murdered Jesus Christ because he made himself equal with the Father. Do you not know... It, 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 if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Do you not realize that I'm in the Father and the Father is in me? John chapter 1, Hebrews chapter 1. Who's the creator of the universe? God. God. Can you be more specific? Jesus Christ is the creator of all things that have been created. We worship Jesus Christ, the creator. Not some God that can be whatever you want it to be. Not Allah. The God of the Jews, make no mistake, is Lucifer. The God of the Jews is Lucifer. All it might as well be Lucifer. If you reject the Son, you absolutely, positively reject the Father. Return to this church. There's a revel There's a. I think it's <laughs> Revelation 19. Come out of her. Come out of the midst of her. Come out of the midst of what? Babylon the Great. Babylon the Great, the, the, the great beast, the great civilization where we're all one. We're diverse and we're tolerant. No, we're not diverse. I'm not diverse and tolerant. Why would I, why would I, why would I strive to, to meet the morality of the Antichrist? Oh, he's so diverse and tolerant and inclusive. Why would I strive to meet the morality of the Antichrist in the synagogue of Satan. Why would I do that? You can't tell me anywhere that in the Bible where, where God Almighty says be diverse and tolerant. It, it's not there. We've accepted their man-made morality of the modern Pharisees, of the Jews, of the Frankfurt School. They are wonderful at destroying civilization, specifically Christian and European civilization. This is what they've always done. Why do you think the Jews were kicked out of Spain in 1492? Because for 700 years they sided with the African and Muslim invader. You don't hear that in your history book. Oh, it was just those anti-Semitic kings and queens of Spain. No, no, no. The Jews were traitors to the Europeans. They sided with the African and Muslim invader and assisted them in, in murdering Christians and in invading Europe. 
That's why the Jews were kicked out of Spain in 1492. Well, I never heard that. Of course you never heard it. Well, that's hate speech. Fine. Let, let hate speech roll. The greatest propagators of hate speech are these, these modern Pharisees, the hypocrites that are out there saying you're racist and sexist and homophobic and transphobic and queerphobic and intolerant and divisive and nice They're propagating hatred. And I'm embarrassed to say it, but the, but the church is terrified of be, being called dirty names. Absolutely terrified. Oh, my God, I'm not racist. And, they, and then they give you 15 reasons why they're not racist. I gave that up a decade ago. I gave that up a long time ago. Just, just stop that. Don't ever say you're not racist. Don't ever say you're not sexist or homophobic or anti-Semitic. Why? Why are you trying to prove your righteousness before the synagogue of Satan? Why would a man try to prove his own self-righteousness before the synagogue of Satan, before the devil's babies? Why do you do that? Jesus Christ was divisive and intolerant and, and, and an anti-Semite and misogynist and sexist compared to whatever you want to look at today, compared to what he said in the Holy Scriptures. The racist, too. Let's throw that in there. He violated every single one of these. And I've, I've talked about this quite a bit here at bloodandfaith.com. But the church, oh, no, we've got, we want to uh, attain to the righteousness of the Pharisees. We want to attain to the righteousness of the synagogue of Satan so nobody can call us those evil, hateful names. How many females did Jesus Christ appoint to be apostles? Zero, 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 zero. Well, you know, that's just historical context. Okay, how many apostles were there in the book of Acts? Zero, zero, zero. How many patriarchs are the head of the nation of Israel, the ancient nation of Israel? How many were female? Zero, zero, zero. Hmm. Is genealogy in the Bible matrilineal or patrilineal? It's patrilineal. It's through the mail. Hmm. Hmm. Jesus is a sexist. Who was created first, Adam or Eve? Well, God was, he treated them equally. They're, oh, no, 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 no. The male is created first. And from the male, the female is extracted. Who's the head? It's the male. Wow, that sounds sexist. Okay, there we go. Good. I'm glad I established that fact. That Jesus Christ is sexist according to uh, uh, Satan's morality. Jesus Christ breaks Satan's morality. I wish the church would. Well, then we'd be racist and sexist and homophobic and intolerant and divisive and anti-Semitic. Yeah, that's exactly right. The number one goal in our rebellion against the Antichrist is through our mouth. Always has been, always will be. They propagate their lies. They propagate their hate. They destroy and they kill and they lie. Our job is to say the truth. Oh, well, Jesus isn't racist. Oh, he's not. Okay. Well, let me get this straight. He chooses one man, Abraham. He, Abraham has two sons. And he says, Ishmael, nope, you ain't it. It's not your blood, Ishmael. Get, get away. By the way, Abraham's married to his half-sister. He wanted a pure genetic bloodline. Oh, that's racist. Abraham marries his half-sister. He has a kid with an Egyptian woman, and God says, nope, that ain't it. That ain't it. Ishmael ain't it. Ishmael is not it. Boom, you're gone, Ishmael. Get out of the house. 
Isaac has twins. Same woman. He has twins. He has Jacob and he has Esau. Bible says Esau he hated. Jacob he loved. Esau he hated. He hated Esau. He said, your bloodline ain't it, Esau. Your bloodline ain't it. Get out of here. And he made a nation out of the blood of Jacob, whom he renamed Israel. The sons of Israel are in slavery 400 years in the land of Egypt. Did they amalgamate? Did they say, oh, we're all Egyptians now? No. They stayed Hebrews with their language, with their culture. They were called out of that area. They were sent into the promised land, the land that was occupied by a different race. They were sent into the land occupied by the evil children of Canaan. <gasps> They're God's children. They're, we're all God's children. God loves them too. They were sent into the land occupied by the children of Canaan. And the sons of Israel said, go in there and slaughter them. Slaughter man, slaughter women, slaughter child. Slaughter them all. Do not dare think about intermixing or intermarrying with them. Slaughter them. I'm giving you their land. God is a genocidal racist. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. We haven't even talked about the flood. He destroyed every genealogical line except that of Noah. That of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. That's it. Every other genealogical line is destroyed, exterminated, wiped out. The Bible says blotted out. God's a, a, a genocidal, a xenophobic racist. Well, maybe you ought to start embracing the same values that Jesus Christ embraced. I, I, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. What are we missing here? Anti-Semitic? We've covered that. Jesus tells the Jews, you're the synagogue of Satan and the devil's children. Okay, that's covered. What else have we got out there? Divisive and intolerance. Jesus Christ said, I, I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring a sword. Don't think I came to bring peace among mankind. Didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring a sword. You want peace? You will submit to the king of kings. You will submit to Jesus Christ. <gasps> well, Jesus, is he's tolerant. He's a very tolerant person. Oh, really? If you reject the Son of God, you reject God the Father. And your destiny is the pit. It's the fire. Eternally. Oh, but he's all loving and all forgiving. The pit, the fire, the pit, the fire, the pit, the fire. You go into the pit, you go into the fire. Forever and ever and ever and ever. When you reject Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Well, I can just, I can't ever bow down and worship a man. This racist, sexist, homophobic, anti-Semitic, and intolerant of us. Okay, fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. When Jesus Christ showed up on earth, there was an explosion. And there was instant hatred between the seed of the woman, Jesus Christ, and the seed of the serpent, those who called themselves Jews, who were not of the household of Israel. Oh, where did the house of Israel go? They went to Europe. We've covered this at Blood and Faith. They went to Europe. They went to Europe. Well, uh, 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 yeah, I know. We, the church has been so indoctrinated into the traditions in, of man that we're absolutely gobsmacked and stunned when somebody comes along and says this. It's like a slap in the face. I can't believe you said, look, if, if I'm wrong according to the Holy Scriptures, write me an email and tell me why. Well, I just know that Jesus loves everybody. He healed the Samaritan woman's uh, uh, daughter. Yeah, after he told her that she was a dog. 
Jesus Christ tells the Samaritan woman, you're a dog. You're a, you're a dang dog. And I'm not going to heal your, your little kid. I didn't come for y'all. I didn't come for you people. I only came for my race. I only came for the people of the lost sheep of the house of Israel. That's all I came from. Wouldn't help her. And you know what the woman did? She says, you're right. You're right. I'm, I am a dog. You're right. The woman was smart. You can say a lot of things about her, but she was pretty smart. And she said, yep, you're right. I, I, I'm a dog. But even, even the dogs get scraps from the master's table. So in utter humility, in utter humility, she approaches Jesus Christ. Calls herself a dog and acknowledges Jesus Christ as Lord. Wow. Wow. Admits that she's a dog and, sa and says Jesus Christ is Lord. Wow. And she said, Lord, I'll take a scrap from your table. She said, okay, here's a scrap. Healed her daughter. Yeah, you never heard that in the pulpit, did you? Here's, here's the bottom line. What's the fruit of our Christian culture in America? It's the extermination of the European and Christian race as a matter of public policy by this administration. I don't, look, the devil's children are going to do the devil's children. I'm looking for the opposition to that. I'm looking for the church. And what does the church do? Well, I'm not racist or sexist or anti-Semitic like, you know, some people are. And they, and they burnish their credentials amongst the synagogue of Satan. Right now, we have an invasion of the United States. We have the invasion of Europe on purpose planned by the synagogue of Satan and their submissive allies. And, and where's the church? Well, we can't notice that because we don't want to be anti-Semitic or xenophobic or racist. Yeah, yeah, right. This is the biggest hurdle we face. It's self-censorship. It's self-censorship. Well, you can't say that. that. That's hate speech. The biggest hurdle is self-censorship in the pulpit and in, in the mouths of Christians. Well, you know, he's kind of an extremist. Yeah, so was Jesus Christ. So was Jeremiah. So was Moses. So was Noah. Imagine being Noah. You're telling everybody, hey, y'all are going to drown. God's going to kill you. You're going to be genocided by the Almighty God. I'm building an ark. You talk about a fundamentalist fanatic. If the world loves you, if the Jews love you, ah, golly, the Jews love Loved and still love Judas Iscariot. It's not the side you want to be on. This is the biggest chain around the Christian's neck. It's the biggest chain around the neck of the church. And literally, the white and Christian race is being genocided as a matter of policy in Europe and wherever the white peoples are. Look what happened to South Africa. Look what happened to South Africa. It genocided this white South Africans. Now they're literally on their last leg. And Satan's children are great at destroying. At destroying. And they are destroyers of mankind. They're hostile to all mankind. Says the former Jew, Paul. They're hostile to all mankind. It's now you got the African in there running what used to be a beautiful country. And, and the country is being destroyed by themselves. 
and they're still calling for the genocide of whatever whites are left in that country. You don't think that's coming to Australia and New Zealand? Look what's going on in Sweden. Look what's going on in the United States with the, the invasion of our country by peoples who will not hold up the torch of Jesus Christ. It's a specific plan by Satan's children to extinguish the receptacle of Jesus Christ, his race, his people. This is what's going on. Well, 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 look. There are enough of the wells, enough of the excuses. I mean, you can always find a way to justify submission to Satan. You can always find that way. Where are the pastors in the pulpits that have the courage to go out there and actually be hated? Where are, the, where are the pastors in the pulpits that have the courage to go out there and actively be hated and denounced by the world, by the Jews, by the allies of the synagogue of Satan, by their own congregation? Jesus Christ was very willing to do that. Eat my flesh and drink my blood. Drove them away by the hundreds. Well, you're just unreasonable. Yeah. Oh, it's time for the church to be unreasonable. It is past time for the church to be unreasonable to the Antichrist out there. Fritz Bergen, bloodandfaith.com.